Journeying with Newman, The Path to Sainthood. Newman on Forgiveness by Father Joe McCulloch, Chaplain of the Royal Marsden Hospital in Chelsea. My late father George introduced me to the life of John Henry Newman. He would often invoke his name and prayers after the recitation of our family rosary. We certainly needed all these prayers during very troubling and traumatic days for the minority Catholic community of North Belfast, Northern Ireland, in the 1970s. Loyalist paramilitary terrorist groups were targeting many innocent young Catholics in a sectarian murderous campaign. In June 1972, my brother Patrick, aged 17, my parents' firstborn son, was gunned down and murdered in one of these attacks as he left our parish church after a service for peace. You can imagine the devastation and grief this brought to my family. Made all the worse by a failure on the part of the state to investigate Patrick's murder or to bring anyone to justice for it. In this milieu of grief and injustice, my parents' devout Catholic faith strengthened and sustained them and more significantly, it empowered them to resist having bitter hearts full of hatred and harbouring desires for revenge. I remember my dad talking enthusiastically not long after Patrick's death about a study and reading group he was participating in, reading the works of John Henry Newman. When I was much older, I remember returning from one of my missionary tours to Africa. My father was happy to see me safely home and we talked long into the night. He spoke about the death of Patrick very openly to me for the first time and how Jesus' teaching on forgiveness and particularly his prayer from the cross inspired him to do the same in relation to Patrick's killers. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He made particular reference to what he had read and reflected on by John Henry Newman about forgiveness. Let's listen to an excerpt of Newman's writing on the subject. When our Lord was on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. Now we know well what the obvious lesson of that prayer is. It shows the love of the Creator in compassionating his children when they were sinning. Nay, sinning with the most awful intensity of outrage, for they were wounding, torturing, putting to death that nature which he had assumed. But he himself, though ineffably holy in his human nature, still had that very same nature which in them who assailed him was capable of such sin. If the torturers were of his nature, then he was of theirs. If they had the guilt of being his brethren, he had the shame of being theirs. He took on himself a created, a human, a frail nature when he came on earth. He became a child of Adam. He took on himself a nature which nothing but the grace of God could save from running into sin, from that inherent imperfection which attaches to the creature. 
the sins of all his brethren weighed on him, and were in one sense his, because he partook their nature. And therefore, when he was lifted up upon the cross, he would not be angry with his torturers, lest it would seem as if it were his own act, for it was the act of that very nature in others which he bore in himself. Just as when we have a hand or a foot in pain, we are not angry with it, but feel a tenderness towards it, so he felt a tenderness to that fallen nature which was showing itself so awfully devilish in his persecutors, for it was his own. My brethren, I do not know whether you see whither I am leading you by this train of thought. What I am impressing on you is that these enormities belong to our nature, and that we ought to consider that we are of one blood with those who did them, in having the one nature. There is not any one of us but might in other circumstances have committed the same. As the prophet Nathan said to King David, You are that man. You are that man. In reflecting on this piece now, Newman reminds us that the very grace of God, the very gift of God's life, is to be found in forgiveness. For John Henry Newman, there is no ungraced humanity. Love of God and love of neighbour opens us to see the love of God in our neighbour, even in that neighbour who would do us dreadful harm. This is our call as disciples of Jesus across all the Christian communities, the call to love our neighbour as Jesus taught us in the variety of relationships we establish in the course of our lives, and particularly with those who oppose us and seek to do us harm. Newman shows us that God's love in Jesus enables us to love our neighbour, and in loving him we love God too. The loving transformation experienced in God's forgiveness removes the obstacles that stand in the way of a deeper and intimate union with him. The grace to forgive is a force that draws us into the very life and nature of God. It is here that we find true liberation. It kept my parents away from bitter hearts that consume one's owner and only lead to a spiral of hatred and revenge. Their example and the life and thinking of John Henry Newman shows that forgiveness is an essential dimension of authentic Christian living, even in the most trying of situations that call out to the heavens for God's justice. The ability to forgive others who have wronged us greatly is an integral part of our human and spiritual growth. It is shown in reaching beyond the faults committed against us and refusing to allow them to become barriers to real intimacy with God. I believe John Henry Newman inspired my dad to seek this intimacy. <laughs>